Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, this is George Gamond, and it's Tuesday. I'm trying to get my energy level up a little bit today. Outside here in Aurora, Colorado, it's actually snowing a little bit. It's not sticking to the ground. It's not quite cold enough, but little white stuff is coming out of the sky and landing. I was outside, and it was falling on me. I guess it's that time of year. It's supposed to snow tomorrow for Halloween. I hope not. The little kids out there and little will get to show their costumes. They'll be all bundled up and they'll have to take it off when they get to each door, right? I don't know. How do you do that? How do you deal with that? You know, you want your kids to be out there trick-or-treating if you're into that sort of thing. But it's it's cold and it's snowy. So what do you do? I don't know. You just kind of cast them out there dressed up as warm as possible and hopefully don't stay out too long, right? I don't know. So why are we talking about this? We're talking about psychic abilities and developing your psychic abilities. And why should you do that? And we talked a little bit about that yesterday. So I'm going to go back over a little bit what we talked about yesterday. If you missed the show, that's cool. That's okay. We'll talk a little bit more about it. How, why should you develop your intuitive psychic abilities a little bit more. And my spirit teachers will talk to you a little bit more about the brain. I hope I asked them to talk about the brain and how that works and your mind and psychic abilities and all that sort of thing and how that we can program ourselves to be more psychic or intuitive. That we have this natural gift. Gift. I would say that oh, this is a little out there kind of thought pattern, so I'm not, I can't back this up scientifically, but I would say that within our DNA, there's abilities, there's the DNA that we can turn on or off to be more psychic, to be more intuitive, to receive information from outside ourselves or from our higher selves. And so we can do that. Now, that's my opinion on it. And you may or may not agree with it, but why do some why are some people more intuitive or psychic than others? Why do people kind of sense things that well, I give you the example I gave you yesterday, and this is a good one. A friend of mine called me and said, "Oh, my mother, I can't find her her checkbook. I had it. I don't know where it is. I had my mother's checkbook. she's her mother's caretaker, and the word that came to me like instantaneous like instant instant flash was purse either in a purse or near a purse now i interpret that to being her mother's purse but it so i get a call 10 minutes later and saying oh yeah you know i looked in my purse but it was dark and the checkbook is dark so then back to it and i looked into it turned it upside down and it fell out so why do we get these flashes there has to be a part of us that allows us to get those flashes, then we can develop that. Okay, we can develop that. We can create that neural network to be more and more. So I'm putting a little science in there, a little brain theory in here, a little bit along with the the psychic, so that we can develop those abilities. That we all have that. I would say that we all have that. So why do it though? Well, it's like you can find answers. You can find answers for yourself. You can make choices, better choices based on higher wisdom. Okay. You know, it's it's that old idea if you have a problem, if you turn it over to the universe, to God, the spirit, that you'll get an answer. So when you're getting that answer, 
psychically or intuitively you're able to make better choices and have better direction in your life. And and you're always asking for, I would like information that would be in tune with or in line with my highest purpose, right? You're always asking for that. And that way you don't have to spend a whole bunch of money on psychics myself and <laughs> you can do it yourself, right? It's a do-it-yourself thing. A friend of mine, I mentioned the, the kinesiology and she went and did some kinesiology yesterday. Muscle testing, if some people want to think of it in that terms. I'm scratching at something, sorry. Um, yes, so being intuitive, being more psychic benefits you. You get more insights. You get better, greater in, greater insights into just making choices in your life and helping other people, Okay. So that's one of the reasons why. So let's let's get today into the different types of intuitiveness and different ways that people read intuitiveness and 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 receive information, I should say. But first, I'm going to let my spirit teachers talk to you about that brain connection and your psychic abilities and, and what's in there and see if they have a little different opinion on that. And I'm going to go away for a few minutes. Now, if you have specific needs, if you want to learn more about this, on an individual basis. You want to get into it and develop your abilities more. That's why I'm here is to help you. So contact me. You can use my website. You can use my, actually, probably the email address is probably the best. If I had thought I had it listed here. <gasps> yeah, the earthlightsc at yahoo.com or my phone number. So if you're interested in getting a little bit more information and helping you to develop your abilities more. And we can do that. And we go, I use kind of a form of hypnosis. Well, actually meditation, which is, I call it therapeutic meditation, helps you to go there and to open that up and to see for yourself. Oh, wow, that's what I could be doing. Wow, how cool is that? And opening it up. And I've taught people to channel. So if you're so inclined to want to learn how to channel spirit guides, spirit teachers, high consciousness, your own higher consciousness, whatever it might be, and that most people channel their higher consciousness anyway. It's not something that's necessarily outside of them, but it's something that that they have in their own consciousness, the ability to have information that's tapped into all of the universe. Okay, well, we talk, 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 talk about this all day because it's kind of a fascinating subject to me and about how we can raise our consciousness to a higher level. Okay. So what I'm going to do is now turn this part of the show over to my spirit teachers, the, the Sarah group, which is a group of teachers, masters, and they'll talk to you about possibly this subject or whatever they want to talk about. So I'm going to go away. Hold on. Somebody tried to buzz me on my phone, and I didn't want to talk to them. Okay back so to be interrupted by a telephone call we that's happened to us all the time when we try to work through people to help people okay let's get into that whole subject a little bit let's let's look at your biology and let's look at we're not going to give you intricate and detailed information on this because George doesn't have all the details and the words in his 
vocabulary to get into all this. We can show him pictures a little bit on how it works and, and help him to understand how it works. But it's, if we define this a little bit, you know, he talks about DNA and he talks about that you have chemicals that are released into the brain, in the brain, and that you have receptors in the brain and you have neurons in the brain and so forth and so on. So where does that energy come to you from a psychic kind of place? Where does it come into your being? How does it, how does it influence you? Well, the well to give you an answer, and we're trying to help George understand this a little bit more as we do this, is that the energy that you receive through your chakras, crown chakra, that energy centers in your body, you receive energy, you receive energy. I guess the best word would be energy, energy that's filled with information that comes through your chakras. Now, if you're not familiar with chakras, do some research into it. But this brain chakra, this crown chakra, and the third eye both receive information. Information that, an electrical information or energy information that affects your brain. And it will turn on certain neurons in your brain. It will turn on certain receptors in your brain so that you can, and it affects your visual it affects your auditory, it affects your emotions and your feelings so that you receive that. Now, you're also receiving this through your heart chakra at the same time. So the two are working together and your other chakras, but it's working together to correlate this information and send it to you in either a visual sense or an auditory sense, or if you're channeling, you can get all of them. You can receive this information. So it does work with your physicality. It works with your neurons. It works with your brain to receive this information. Now, it depends on how receptive you are to this, how open you are to this. If you're not open to it, then it's difficult for it to process through you. The other aspect of that is not just being open to it, but a willingness to participate in the activity on a regular basis. The more you do it, the more you're open to receive, the more you're able to, let's say, pass on the information. If it's just writing it down, if it's just ex taping it for yourself, if it's just giving it to yourself, that's fine. That's that's using the activity. You're asking questions. You're getting information back. It's coming through you. And that pathways are opening up more and more to receive more and more information. The more you do it, the more comfortable you are with it being, being an intuitive. Let's just use the word intuitive. Here's the problem, though, for humans. And this is how we see it. Something happens and you receive information and you're scared by it. You're scared by it. You, it. It freaks you out. So what do you do? You shut down. You let fear release chemicals in your body, neuron to, uh, chemicals in your body, which you shut down those receptors. Those receptors are no longer open. The fear shuts them down. So it would take time to reopen, to to gain a trust that, yeah, what you're receiving is from a higher source. It's not from some my mystical, magical, dark energy of some form. Okay, so you want you want to be you have to be open to it. So we would recommend if you're going to if you're interested in expanding this, take it take it slow. 
take a little bit at a time, open it up slowly. You have to be comfortable with it. We would recommend you take a class on it. Meet with a teacher who can help you to feel comfortable in this process, comfortable in allowing energies in and, and screening energies in, being able to decipher if the energy is really beneficial for you or it's just your ego going crazy. Because you'll receive information. You receive information all day long. You receive guidance. But not, a lot of this guidance is just from your ego, just repeating things that you've known over and over and over without allowing yourself to take in new information. So if what you're receiving feels very repetitive, it feels like, well, yeah, I heard that before lots of times. I read that before. Well, perhaps it is your ego. Perhaps it is that repeated use of information that you have already stored away. The other thing about this that we find is really, really important if you start to get into this process of receiving information and, and, and deciphering, de- deciphering this information is what is the overall energy feeling that you're getting from this information? Is it negative? Is it fear? Is it, is it warning you about something? Is it, is it presenting something that makes you feel bad, that you feel kind of, well, I, I, I'm glad to have the information, but it doesn't feel very good. It doesn't feel good. It's your ego. It's your connection to your ego, to your fears. All you're doing is responding to your own personal fears. Okay, now we're not going to get into whether there are, you know, spirits that are negative that are floating around you or not. That's that, you know, once you get something that doesn't feel good, you let it go. You don't respect it. You don't use it. You don't. Because your spirit teachers, your spirit guides, your angels, those who your 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 spirit guide, which could be an ancestor, are only going to send you messages that are based on love, that flow through from love. So the love feeling, the joy feeling, the appreciation feeling will flow through you. So when you're done receiving an information from your spirit teachers, okay, you're going to feel good. You're going to feel uplifted. You're going to feel positive. You're going to feel, wow, okay, I can do that. I got that. I understand that. Okay, I get it. You know, it's all presented with love. And so you have to decipher where is that information coming from? Is it from love? Is it from joy? Is it from appreciation? Is it from being grateful for things? Or is it an information that just doesn't feel right? feels a little off. It feels you're uncomfortable with it. Ignore the uncomfortable. Go back. Start over, ask for guidance from love, always surrounding yourself and being immersed in love and kindness and generosity and forgiveness and joy. Receive those energies. And if the energy feels that way and and the messages are based on love and you feel this tingly love feeling, joy feeling in your body, then, then you are receiving something from outside. And Look for that. Always look for that. That's why people stay away from Ouija boards because it taps into the dark, let's say the darkness of your own, your own darkness, your own fears. It taps into that. It doesn't necessarily tap into light, into love. So as soon as you're getting anything, information that feels dark, that feels negative, let it go. Release it. 
focus on love, focus on joy. Okay, that's our that's our lesson for the day. So yes, you have the capacity to develop your psychic abilities, your intuitive abilities, and the more you practice it, the more you program yourself to be able to use it, the more you open up those channels to use it, and the clearer the messages become, and the less fear gets in the way. Because if you're harboring fear about every time you receive a message, the message is going to be blurred. It's not going to be it's going to be ego affected. Okay, so we'll leave you with that. So enjoy. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, I'm back. But uh that's my spirit guides. So just so you know, what we're talking about is developing your psychic abilities. Not necessarily about what's going to happen to you, but more about what you can do to get your own answers. That's that's what I'm kind of at. I have a caller. I'll take a call. Then we're going to get it back into this article, which I start, uh, started on yesterday about how to be psychic, discover your strongest intuitive ability. And we talked a little bit about it. We'll go back over it a little bit, the different areas. And I wanted to jump to uh, Claire audience and talk a little bit more about that. That's what I use. Because I'm a channel, I receive information, it passes through me. And being a channel, you don't necessarily filter. At first you may, but after a while, as, as spirit, my spirit teachers just said, you develop the pathways to it comes clearer and clearer and less guarded. You're less likely to filter the information. Okay, but that takes a long time. It takes years unless you have really natural gift, right? So let me take a call, then we'll jump back into the article. Hello? Hello. Um, are you taking questions? Well, you can ask a question, but today's show is really about developing your own ability to do this oh. yourself, not so much about whether giving you oh. answers. I do that on a regular basis uh, on a, through psychic sites, but I don't necessarily... The, the gear of this show is to help you to be more inspired, to be able to get your own answers. Okay. Okay. I can okay. want want a yes or no. I can give you a quick yes or no if you're interested in that, but not a detailed answer to anything. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, in relationship. Okay. 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 So I'm that, in a relationship. If that's not the if that's not the direction you want to go, you know there are other people online, of course, who do more detailed information. So yes, yes or no question. If you want, I won't give you a lot of detail. Let's just think about the answer. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm in a relationship with a woman. I've been knowing her about a year now, and I know it's a deeper connection. And I was wondering if I'm picking up on that right. Uh, yes, but also patience is involved here. Overcoming, okay. I, I don't, I didn't intend to say all that, but yeah, patience is involved here. It feels like the energy that you're dealing with. That there's a lot of wounds or emotional wounds from the past that have to be overcome. So, it's developing mm-hmm. trust. Trust is the word here. Trust. You okay. Trust more. Develop trust. You have to develop a better relationship. Okay. Okay. Enjoy your day. Have some fun on Halloween. Okay. Okay. Bye now. Thank you. Halloween. That's tomorrow. I don't think I'll do my show tomorrow. No, no. Not a Halloween show. That's interesting. Maybe I should. But I wasn't intending to. Okay. So what are we doing next? So we're back into this whole thing about developing your psychic abilities or intuitive abilities. We're going to talk about clairaudience. 
and how to know that you are. I, you know, this is kind of it, it. This is a little indicators. Well, yeah, maybe I'm clairaudient. Yesterday we talked about clairvoyant, and let me just kind of briefly go back over clairvoyant. How you know that you may be clairvoyant? Are you a visual learner? Have you very? Do you have very vivid dreams? Right. Do you find it easy to use your imagination or daydream? Do you appreciate art, beautiful things such as interior design, enjoy drawing or other things that relate to creative visual activity? Are you good at visualizing? The key thing about clairaudient or clairvoyant, I'm sorry, clairvoyant is is that how you how do you learn? Are you are are you a visual learner? And there's just different types of learning, of course, you probably know about that, but so and you could apply that to all of these because when we go through clairaudience, which I am just, you know, and I think most of us have all of these. One is more dominant than others. A clairaudient would be, are you sensitive to noise? A loud TV may bother someone who is clairaudient. I find in my case, if I'm around a lot of, a lot of energy, a lot of chatter, a lot of noise from people, a lot of room filled with a lot of people, because that's that's a combination of clairaudience, because it's just too much energy, too many voices, right? Are you musically inclined? And so in my case, I have to be very careful about the type of energy I'm around. Okay, you hear ringing in your ears from time to time, you hear voices, okay, and your voices outside or inside your head. I heard them inside my head. Um, and, and do you learn? Are you an auditory learner? Do you learn a lot by listening versus reading or, or even reading sometimes? And when you read, do you kind of mouth the words as you're reading? That's very much a clear audience kind of person, okay? So think about that, clear audience. And, and it's a lot of channels are clear on it. Let me get to the clear sentence. Clear means feeling. It can be summed up in the expression, trust your gut. Ooh. Feel the emotions of others are empathic. Okay. Avoid reading the newspaper or watching news because it can be upsetting. See, I have this personally, as I was saying about being in a group of people, if I'm feeling the energy and if it's feeling negative, then I, I don't want to be there. So it's a little bit of combination of all of those. But when I'm with people, if I go to a party and the energy doesn't feel right, a lot of musicians are that way. If they don't feel like the situation has a good vibration to it, good vibrations, right? So let me read a little bit more about Clarissinian. And, and you might want to pick this up and say, ooh, okay. Um, get emotional watching sad movies. Do emotions and movies get to you emotionally, a male or female? You know, if you're one of the kind of sensitive man or male, you avoid reading newspaper or watching the news because it can be upsetting. Are you sensitive to your surroundings? A cluttered house, for example, may bother you. And that's me. Eh, clutter. Eh, no good. Right? Get good or bad feelings about people that you've just met. And that's kind of my situation. I, but say that I'm very clairsentient. Get good or bad feelings about situations. You the hair comes up on your arms, right? A little bit when you're in certain situations, like, <gasps> you know, I shouldn't be here. That's clairaudience. 
clairsentience. But you can have all of these. I mean, there's no reason why you can't have all of these. Now, one of claircognizance I thought was an interesting one because I've never really delved into this one myself much in my, my personal training on it. And But let me read a little bit about claircognizance. Have ideas that pop into your head out of the blue. Oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. I got it. I know what I'm supposed to do now, right? Know when someone is lying or being insincere to you. Now, that, there's a little bit of clairsentience because you're reading people. You're picking up their energy and you're going, hmm, no, I don't, I don't know if I trust this person. You tend to be very analytical. Okay? Now, I don't – it's hard to be clear – cognizance and clairvoyant at the same time because kind of a contrast because clairvoyance you're more creative you're more artistic you, you have a sense to visualize your safe so if you're these two kind of are in a little bit of a conflict knew what the outcome of a situation would be you ever just kind of know what's going to happen next you know i find myself and i'm not i'm just using myself as an example i'm not you know my my example is sometimes I'm watching something or listening to somebody, and I know the next word of the sentence, or I know the last word of the sentence that they're going to say. So it's just being intuitive to what they're saying and their how how the conversation. I just finish their sentences when I'm watching TV or watching you know a video or something. I just finish their sentences because I just know what they're going to say next. So that's that's a little bit of a combination of all of that. The key here, which we're not getting into, is how to develop it more, to develop this a little bit more. And so I would say that in my experience that you can use meditation. Maybe tomorrow or Thursday we'll get more on a meditation and help you individually if you're so inclined to want to do this to learn more about how to do it yourself and and how to get to that. Because... When I studied channeling many years ago, uh, we use meditations. We use meditations. We use certain tools, certain things that you can do that will help you to see how you're connecting, right? Okay. And what level you're connecting at, how, which one of these, are you clear, more clairvoyant? Are you more clairaudient? Are you clairsentient? Or are you claircognizant? So you can, you can, tap into knowing more about yourself if you're inclined to learn more about yourself and as kind of go back over why do this why do you want to do this because you get answers for yourself you trust yourself you trust your feelings more you trust who you are more you 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 make better choices you make choices based on higher consciousness higher knowledge and the more you practice this the better the answers will come now that lady who called in you know, automatically I tried to give her a yes or no, but I kept getting words. Okay, this is true. This, you know, do this, do that. And it's like, okay, guys, spirit kind of wants to jump in. My spirit teachers want to jump in and give more information than what even people request. So if you're interested in learning more and developing your own skills, contact me. I'd love to help you. Okay, and then I have a couple more minutes. So have a fun Halloween. What are you guys doing for Halloween? Not here tomorrow. Maybe you want to write me. I always forget that there's a message part of this, a message in here. I can receive messages. So if you want to send me a message on the site, love to hear from you. Maybe on Thursday you can tell me a little bit more about your Halloween and how it went. And if you had fun, 
Now, there's a tradition between about Halloween that we are the closest to the veil of the separation between the physical and the non-physical world. Now, there are certain times of the day where that's more effective. So that's one of the reasons why we think in terms of Halloween because that veil between the living and the non-living, the spirit and the non and the physical is so close that you can reach out. That's why people do seances. That's why people meditate. You know, and if you're interested, that what you could do on that day. And if you're contact, if you want to contact me, if you want to help connect with maybe your relatives that have passed, it's a good day to do it. So contact me. We we can tap in, tap into what your ancestors have to say about your life. So I just throw that out there. It's a good day, or if you want to tap, tap into a medium that you really trust, you feel comfortable with, has a good reputation of actually connecting with non-physical entities, do it. It's a good day to do it. It's a good day to talk to your great-grandmother or great-grandfather or that neighbor that you really enjoyed their company as a child and you would like to see how they're doing or if they have any messages for you. It's a good day to do it. So we can do it. I hope you to do it. Or if you know somebody else that you trust as a medium that has a good reputation. It, it, it's really important to find somebody who has a good reputation in that area that has good recommendations that they really were able to tap into the non-physical world and not just look at your stuff and go, yeah, yeah, your grandmother and blah, blah, blah. No. So, But it's true. They do. They do. Absolutely do. And it's amazing sometimes the messages I get that I know they're not mine, that I am tapping into somebody's relative, friend, family member. Okay, so enjoy it. Have some fun. Do do something really wild and crazy. You know, come up with something really fun for tomorrow. And I'm going to be giving out candy and watching my daughter do her little Halloween trick-or-treating. Okay, so I love you guys. See you on Thursday. Have a beautiful day. And I can help. if I can help you, contact me. Bye.